0: Hey everyone, welcome into another electrifying episode of Geek Garage Podcast. I'm your host, as per usual, David. This is episode number 58, five eight, um, if you can't do numbers correctly. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the office. Now, I know what you're thinking. That sounds terrible. And you know what?
1: You're right. <laughs> no, wait, sorry. No, that wasn't my cue. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, no, actually, Ted, uh, that, that wasn't, that was quite appropriate. Ha, you get that pulled that that's from the office. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to dive right back in. Uh, so there is little new to be said about the office because it has been around for quite a while. However, one of my good friends who is joining us today, just watched mm-hmm. it for the first time. I'm going to introduce here, her here in just a moment, uh, but first we have some usual stuff to to cover first. So, Ted, would you like to hit us up with some info on our events, or lack thereof, I should say?
1: Uh, yes, that is in fact correct, because it's all, it's done. It's over. Everything <laughs> is done. Um, But... Jokes aside, uh, literally everything is canceled. EvilCon, Momocon, National Comic Con, and AkaiCon have all been postponed until 2021 as a result of the ongoing issues surrounding coronavirus or COVID-19. All of them have released official statements or quasi-official statements, but basically all boiled down to the same reasons, like I said, corona and safety concerns. Yep. MTAC has been postponed and not yet rescheduled. But if I were a betting man and uh, my degenerate gambling addiction says I am, <laughs> I would say it's probably going to be postponed until 2021 as well. Uh, although that's not any insider info there. Yeah, that is. Yeah. 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 Uh, we do have an upcoming blog that we're starting up on the Geek Garage Podcast website called Comic Corner or Comics Corner or something that I don't remember. None of this matters. <laughs> uh, it will be about. Comics that David and I have been reading that we enjoyed, and possibly some that we did not enjoy, just because it's fun to make fun of things you don't like. It's true. It is. It is. Uh, That will be debuting here sometime in the month of June. We're not exactly sure, uh, 100% sure when yet, but it will be sooner rather than later. We also have the Facebook group page, Fans of the Geek Garage podcast, catchy name that, um, feel free to join and talk about the podcast with the other four people that listen. <laughs> uh, yeah, but actually we do have a lot of people on the page more than listen, which is weird, but, uh, definitely right. we throw up some polls and, uh, different things like that to get some conversation going. And of course... All of you who uh, are nerds or geeks or whatever you choose to identify as, half of the fun of being a nerd or geek is yelling at other nerds or geeks for their wrong opinions.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: So yeah, come check that out. That is uh, fans of the Geek Garage podcast Facebook group page. Also, we have our 2020 Q2 listener assessment. For those of you that do not speak corporate, that is second quarter 2020, uh, because this is the second quarter of the year. (laughs) How perfect is that? (laughs) I mean, it's fitting, right? Yes. Like it
0: it totally makes sense. Apropos. Yes. Mind blown.
1: Yes. Uh, That is going on through June the 7th. There will be, uh, everyone that responds will be thrown into a hat. Literally. We will come (laughs) kidnap you and put you in a hat. Right. We
0: have a, standing by, we have a giant hat that we're
1: just going to throw you into. (laughs) It came at a great cost. Not right, going to yes. be worth it.
0: And uh, we're not even talking money here.
1: No, no. It was goat blood. Yes. Yes. A lot of it. Uh, <laughs> tons. In fact, literal gallons. Yes. Uh, that is running through June the 7th. Like I said, basically it's just questions uh, that we would like you, the listeners to answer, such as why. <laughs> you have of <laughs> why? Genuine curiosity there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But if you would like to check that out, we will be taking the names of all the respondents uh, and drawing them out of a hat. The winner will get a free T-shirt. God knows why you'd want one, but that's what you get. We have the Patreon that has started officially. And we even have a few people that have uh, become patrons because they have more money than brains, apparently. But that's (laughs) hey, Thank you. God bless you for that. Yes. In fact, God I bless think it's uh, like $2 a month or something. There's a couple different tiers. Um, yep. It, uh, it definitely does not get spent on cocaine. I can guarantee that <laughs> he said, unfortunately, without a hint of irony, <laughs> I believe that about covers it other than the introduction of our guest, who I'm sure is rapidly deciding this was a terrible idea. <laughs>
0: uh by the look on her face it
1: it seems like she's more entertained than anything then she's making a terrible mistake <laughs> So, uh amanda uh i'm not gonna say your last name because i don't know how uh into that you would be but apparently you go by the name frack
2: yes which i'm yes, guessing makes
1: frack. you a big fan of Battlestar galactica
2: you would think but i've actually never seen an episode haha <laughs> guess what's next on my to-do list
1: uh is it watch Battlestar galactica
2: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know,
0: let's take this time to officially introduce Amanda. Hello, Amanda. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. Thank you for coming back. Of course, you were on episode... What was that? Episode number 39. It was Welcome to the Black Friday Parade, where we talked about my chemical romance getting back together. And apparently that episode wasn't enough to scare you away permanently to the point where you'd be like, fuck that. I'm never doing that ever again. Like, even though he's one of my best friends of all time, I I'm, I'm never going back there. So I appreciate the fact that none of that happened.
1: I would just like to point out that David has a very high opinion of his friendship.
0: (laughs) Yep. Yep.
2: It's Uh, kind of like your opinion of the, of the podcast in general. So we're all on the same, even, you know,
0: Playing ground. Well, I mean, it does wax and wane pretty drastically. Like, one minute I'm like, ah, it's the greatest show on Earth. And then the next minute I'm like, why would anyone fucking waste their time with this shit at all?
1: David, I gotta be honest with you. You are a bad liar. No one has ever thought this is the greatest show on Earth or any other <laughs> planet or uh, uh, even good for that matter. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, hence the
0: waxing and waning. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. But, but yes, Amanda, thank you so much for, for coming back on. And yeah, like I, I was kind of hinting at at the beginning of this episode, uh, you just recently finished watching The Office. Yeah. And so we wanted to get your opinion on some things. It's, it's a fresh perspective. Uh, so we are going to dive into all that right after the music starting now. all right Amanda you ready to ready to do this thing I'm ready let's do this awesome so for everyone out there spoiler alert like we
1: you feel had 15 like
0: 15 years right we feel like this doesn't necessarily need to
1: be said but we're Snape not gonna killed sp- Dumbledore <laughs> oh shit no hold on. I told, I told, hold on
0: it's okay he already said spoiler alert Snape, so you're good you're no, right totally it's fine fair
1: game.
0: yeah uh so yes, we we are going to be talking about specifics. Dwight, Dumbledore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, nah. uh, j- yeah, everyone dies at the end. Yes, <laughs> turns out at- Haley Joel Osment dead the whole time. <laughs> Jim and Dwight, same person. Never saw it coming.
0: <laughs> right. Actually, you did. You saw it early on. <laughs> Jim's not Asian. Oh, hats off to you for not seeing race. <laughs> Woo. It started out great. Okay. I'm sorry,
1: David. I will stop interrupting you for at least the next thirty seconds.
0: <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Uh, so, so yeah, there 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 will be spoilers. So you know, if you haven't watched the show, um, first of all, correct that. Um, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Go watch the show and then come back and listen to this this podcast episode. Or don't. I'm not a beggar. Um, and then uh, so like I was saying in the, the pre-roll intro, there really isn't much new that can be said about the office because it's, it's been on since what, what like 2003, 2004 is when it, when it aired Ted, that's yeah. about right.
1: Yeah. Oh, four or five, something like that. Yeah.
0: And, uh, and it concluded in like 20, what, 2012, 2013, something like that. Yeah. Um, early, early 2010s. So, yeah, it's it's been around for a while. There's been several billion articles on the internet written about it. There's been YouTube channels galore. There's the Office Ladies podcast. There's just so much shit out there that is covering the show. So uh, there's really not much new that we can talk about. And I know what you're thinking, like, so why do a fucking episode about it? because it's the goddamn office, like it's the best show on TV. Uh, so that that's why we're doing it and plus
1: we have literally nothing better to do so
2: that's also part of it yes (laughs) everything's Uh, been canceled watch the office right yeah Uh, yeah.
0: i mean like we we've already watched the office several thousand times so now we're just going to talk about it um and and plus like i said in the intro it was amanda's first time watching it and we wanted a fresh perspective like someone that I mean, I, it blew my mind when she texted me, she was like, so I finally watched The Office (laughs) in its entirety for the first time. And I was like, wait, like,
2: did we just time travel? (laughs) The
0: Office, right. Yeah. Uh, So, so I, uh, that's kind of what gave me the idea to do this episode. We, we did do an episode a few years ago, um, back in the early days of the podcast. Uh, I had a friend uh, Katie come on and we but that was more like comparing parks and Rec to the office and uh, because they're they're basically written and created by the same showrunners so it seemed appropriate to kind of compare and contrast during that episode but this episode is 100% straight the office um, so with that all said freck question which bear is best <laughs>
2: Uh... False. Black
0: bear. <laughs> Ted, which bear is best? It's the black bear. <laughs> <laughs> a bear. He, just gets up. <laughs> he said reluctantly a- after I already gave the, the right answer. The quote unquote right answer. Um, Actually, uh, here's something that's going to uh, light a fire under Ted's ass. Uh, on a scale yeah,
1: or- from... I was gonna say, uh, if you don't mind, let me take this one because this is this is very on brand for me. Uh, this yeah, platform. go for it. But also, uh, I would like to say that there may not be any new takes, but I can promise there will be at least one hot take. Right. Yeah.
0: Now. Yeah. There's. There's actually. I. I have some uh, down towards the bottom. Some uh, unpopular opinions. That, that we could bring up later on, but I feel like we could also dive into this right now. Yes, this want. will be a
1: recurring uh, theme on this podcast, what I'm about to bring up. Yeah. Uh, on a scale of 10 to 10, how terrible <laughs> is Pam, just in general? <laughs> I mean, I want you to really think about this before you answer and note that I did not give a second option as to what her score would be because it's a solid 10. She's the worst.
0: Now, now, Ted tends to think of things a little differently than, like, most people. Yes, right, that is, right.
1: that's one way of putting it. I, I prefer to think of it as correctly, but sure.
0: <laughs> he also has a very high opinion of himself. But then again, you know, that kind of ties it back into, like, the whole waxing and waning thing. <laughs> where, like, he'll say that one second, and then next second he'll be like, none of this matters. My opinion is garbage. Uh, so with all that said, what I want to know is, what we want to know is how you feel about Pam.
2: Um, it wax and wanes. Yeah. So that's the thing we're going with. Like in so the from beginning, like you're nine like
1: to ten. I'm not understanding. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> so like a like a nine point two
2: five. It's more like a seven to a ten scale. Okay. Of how can... much of how much you know?
1: By the, end She's of just episode, okay. by the end of this episode, you will see the light.
2: <laughs> Ted Ted had. A I think few... season nine did that for me.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, if if you didn't have enough of Pam up until the last season then then you definitely you definitely had enough uh at at that point in time like ted he i think it was the first time we ever really got on the topic of the office and he just had this whole tirade about how fucking wrong pam was and we'll get get yeah and i was like how how can you think that like she's like she's She's a talented artist, and, like, she hooks up with Jim, and they get married, and they have kids. Like, it's, it's not a fairy tale, but, like, hey, it's, it's – and, and, like, he broke it down for me, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, my life is a lie.
1: <laughs> yes, I, I, I live to convert people to the, to the light and the truth. But like I said, we'll, we'll get to that. There's plenty of time to talk about how awful Pam Beasley is uh, as a human being. Moving on to some of the good parts of the show, David. Right. Okay. So,
0: <laughs>
2: everything not paying. Okay.
1: So <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: Amanda, you said, you, well, you had some notes and then you promptly threw them in the garbage, and I just completely fucking garbage. forgot them. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, overall thoughts. What, what did you think of the show?
2: It was amazing. Yeah. It was everything that everybody said it was going to be, and then some. But okay. I didn't believe it because. You know, Office came out and everybody's like, oh, this is what she said. This is great. And I'm like, no, you thought me. it, it just stupid. got too
0: overhyped. It. Fine, and it, couldn't, yeah. it couldn't live up to the hype. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And 15 years later, here I am like, oh, my God, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, yeah. No, I loved it. It was great.
0: So did you have a favorites of the like the relationships like either Michael and uh, Holly or Jim and Pam, Dwight and Angela, anyone else?
2: Uh Dwight and Angela as number 1. Andy and nobody. Yeah. Andy and nobody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is is my opinion, yeah.
2: yeah, I'm not. I'm on, I'm on the Andy train. Alone. Like, Ted's on the Pam train. I respect that. And, there's moments, and there's moments that I'm like, alright, you're cool, Andy. I can take this. But 99% of the time, like... You want to punch
0: him in the fucking neck,
2: right? Oh my god.
1: If, if <laughs> I were in a room with Pam and Andy and I had a gun with two bullets, I would shoot each of them and live happily ever after. <laughs>
0: That's uh, that's another, that's another good pull. Another yes. callback. Yeah. Yes.
1: To, to My record. references are out of control. I'm aware. Of that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So
2: Angel and Dwight, one, Holly and Michael. and Michael,
0: two.
1: I'm actually more of a Holly and AJ guy personally, but <clears throat> I thought <throat> they really had something there.
0: <laughs> yes. Their, their Tess- relationship dynamic was palpable.
1: Yes. Yeah. For He's that, just, like, episode and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Yeah. Right. Where, where he was, like, with with her for about, you know, a total of 14 minutes of screen time, yes. maybe.
1: In four seasons. Yes.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And then,
2: I'll, I mean, Angel and Sprinkles counts as a relationship, right? Yes.
1: Like, they're and still I mean, above Jim and
2: Pam, works. in my opinion.
1: That's yeah. true love. Yeah. <laughs> Angela so. wanted to save Bandit from a fire, okay? She risked her life for that. That's, That's right. That's save right. Bandit!
0: <laughs> Pull me up! You're too heavy. I only weigh 82 pounds! <laughs> <laughs> That's what this episode is going to boil down to. Yeah, it's pretty all much. all of us quoting yeah. the fucking Yeah, show. pretty much.
1: Uh, fun fun fact, tangentially related. David and I once uh, went and played Office Trivia and I... lost to a team of, like, fucking 35 people and then demanded a recount actually happened <laughs> yeah. <listening> to me <laughs> I,
0: I actually brought this up to who's I? I was talking to someone today and i i brought up the fact that oh yeah it was a coworker and i brought up the fact that we we did like this time last year i think went to that trivia night at that that barbecue place and we got there And find out that there's no fucking cap on the amount of people could be on a team, and they have these giant row booths where, like, like, literally
1: a a good quarter of the restaurant was made up of one team.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, it it had to be at least twelve people at least. Yeah, I'm like, how how the fuck like are you going to allow that?
2: They didn't, they didn't break the trivia group up into like the A team, the B team, and like the fun team? Nope. No, no. And,
1: and I'm also, I can't prove this, but I'm pretty sure they Googled everything.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Perhaps they and had it, CIA help. I'm, I'm not sure.
0: Right. No, I, personally, the investigation is ongoing. Personally, I think it's the, the time-traveling child molesters from the intergalactic space demons. That That's what I think. Okay, I, I
2: like that. I like that theory. Or we'll
0: uh, go with that. Yes, or uh, or Zorp the lizard god. Either or, you know, the the jury's still shh, out. Shh, shh.
1: He is legend.
0: <laughs> but you know what? We're we're not going to spend this episode bitching and moaning about shit that happened.
1: That was so horrendously taken from us.
0: Right, and, and the 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 prize was like a fifteen dollar. Carter some shit to like <laughs> they, they had to split restaurant. between 35 people
1: yes yes they could all order one french fry piece
0: <laughs> right
1: uh yeah <laughs> did you uh, did you have any favorite running gags there the office is pretty famous for his running gags and like reoccurring jokes did you have any that were um you know that are me- the most memorable-, memorable to you excuse me
2: so let me go ahead and put this out there um uh, my memory is shit so it's a real good thing that David called me in right now, because it's still fresh on my mind. Because <laughs> I don't remember good, anything. Good. anything. Yeah. yeah. It's always fine. Um, the one redeeming quality about Pam and Jim is that they're always out to play pranks on Dwight. Mm-hmm. And they're always up to see who can top each other. Which is fantastic.
1: Okay, so you're encouraging yeah, Jim's antisocial sociopathy. That's interesting.
2: <laughs> I yeah, I mean... <laughs> uh jim dressing up as dwight is still the best thing in the entire world like
0: isn't it, isn't it great yeah it's fantastic uh, identity
1: theft is not a joke
0: <laughs> the best is like with his talking head and his fucking like casio watch and he he's like and it only took beep 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 13 dollars to complete the entire ensemble and, um uh so fucking good yeah um so yeah. so basically like uh, would you say the pranks the like pranks, the, the yeah. gym yeah. pranks on dwight and
2: um, then and then of course like the saga of angela and all of her cats all of them right everything that's going on with
0: them yeah that did
2: i don't know if that's like supposed to enti- be like a running joke or a running gag but it's fantastic
0: I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a running gag or joke or, I mean, it's kind of a joke, but it's definitely a running something Yeah, like a a running theme or or a subplot storyline. I mean, like, you know, it, it never gets too in depth, but like, she's always talking about her cats and, and it kind of crescendos pretty hilariously, like with, with Oscar, like Adopting that one cat. I, I forget. What was it? Comstock? Is yeah. That, what was yeah, that yeah, his yeah. name, Ted?
1: Yeah. Sure.
0: Um, and, and like, you know, he, he adopts him because that was the senator's, um, sorry, the state senator's <laughs> favorite cat. And, um, right. Right. And, and then and then it kind of ends with all the cats getting taken away from Angela when getting she can. Bags. Right,
1: right she's like how <laughs> many did they take away she's like two sacks worth <laughs> that's not even a unit of measurement i don't
2: yeah but somebody did the math though i think it ends up being like 28 cats I think it I think somebody it's and I could be wrong it's either seven cats in per bag so it's 14 or it's oh. 14 cats in each bag so it's 28 but, but it's like, like w- it's a lot of
0: freaking cats right because uh, like how big are these bags or sacks like, right like I mean
2: like don't they show it isn't it like a gallon oh it may have been in deleted scenes. They're like black gallon trash bags. Oh. Like the huge
0: like garden. Okay. Whatever
2: black trash bags. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I need to. Uh, one of these days I might, might actually pick up the DVDs because I, I've heard that. I I know most of the deleted okay. scenes are on YouTube, but I know that there's all kinds of like yeah. other there's, stuff like director. Commentary. Well, there's a
2: channel on, they're all on the DVDs, but there's a channel on YouTube. That's nothing but like the season, like deleted scenes that you can gotcha. watch you can watch them in order okay but so like every good binge watcher i finished the office mm-hmm. and now i'm going back and watching them again and watching all the deleted scenes like in order gotcha. as i'm watching yeah because it, it really is it's like if you if you love the office and you're like oh i wish there was more watch the deleted scenes because it's like 10 15 to 30 minutes of deleted oh, yeah. scenes yeah it's a in lot. every episode it's mm-hmm. fantastic
0: yeah Uh, speaking of math, uh, Ted, I think we talked about this, but the, the guy that actually did the math on how much it costs Jim to, to pull all the pranks on Dwight from season one through nine. Did I tell you about that? Or did Uh, we talk about
1: that? No, but I'm sort of familiar with it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Like he actually, when I came across the article, it was, it was a couple years ago when I came across the article, he actually uploaded the Google spreadsheet that he created that broke down all the costs from every single prank that he pulled. And, and like he had just paragraphs of detailed information about how he like his citing his sources and stuff, like doing research on, on where he would buy like such and such materials to do this. And so I, I forget exactly Uh, what what the amount was and and certain details, but it came out to be like 15 or 20 grand uh, that he spent over the course of like nine (laughs) years pulling pranks on Dwight. It was so- Worth it. But like the dedication that it takes for someone to, to do that, I'm like, oh, I thought I had like no life
2: well in some of these pranks he's been like planning for years right like the one that like pam like completely foils because he was gonna add a key like once he became like the um building manager mm. or owned the property and he had all the keys and jim was just gonna add a key every day right for like a year just to watch his pants fall down that- he's like i've been planning this prank for years pam
0: I, I think burgers. some of the and I'll get back to this. I think some of the the best pranks are the ones that never actually played out. Yeah. But I want to hear your favorite. Do you ha- do you have a favorite prank or at least a couple favorites? Uh,
2: I'm telling you, my memory shit. Kind
0: of. We can come back to you. Yeah, Ted, to do you me. have? A, I'll just
2: a favorite prank or...
1: or a couple of favorites. Um, the uh, the time traveling CIA printer. <laughs>
2: Sorry,
1: the time traveling CIA <laughs> printer. Um, where Jim is sending him? Well, it's actually oh, the two oh, there's one where he's sending him <laughs> Dwight messages from Dwight from in the future,
0: th- f- right? From himself from the future, right? Yeah. yeah where- uh, and then
1: the uh, like the CIA prank where they he sends him messages. Uh, I believe I believe it's also on the printer that are supposed to be like uh, where he gets him up to the roof because they're gonna send a helicopter yeah. for him.
0: Right, and he's like yeah. uh, mission compromise, destroy your phone. Right? He
1: <laughs> like... off the fucking roof. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so fucking good. Um, I mean it, I can't say this is my favorite prank because it's It did materialize, but we didn't actually get to watch it. And this kind of ties back to what I was saying just a second ago about pranks that they talk about but never actually got to see. It's the one in, I think it was in Conflict Resolution when when they were... uh, going through toby's big ass box of like complaints that people had against one another oh, yeah. and and so you're hearing about all these pranks that jim pulled on dwight one after yeah, another yeah, yeah. and he gets the one about the nickels in the in his phone headset where he adds like a nickel like every day and then takes them all out one day and he smacks himself <laughs> <laughs> like yeah i was good. like i want to see that so fucking bad but like just being able to know that it was a thing, like was was that enough for me. Point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, fuck, that was that was funny shit. Uh, that's that's something that we can kind of talk about for a while. Is the fact that like season one and two put together is best better than the rest of the series,
1: <laughs> right? That is wrong because the first season is, in fact, not that good.
2: <laughs> Michael is so cringeworthy in the, yeah. first, the those, first. Those first season. six
1: episodes are like uncomfortable. They're even. Yeah, they're almost as bad as the first season of Parks and Rec.
0: See, I don't really agree with that too much. Well, okay, like I, wrong. I, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> like Parks and Rec. Okay. I don't want to go down a parks and rec rabbit hole. Cause like I said, this is not, th- not the show that we're talking about, but like parks and rec, like I am not disagreeing that the first season wasn't terrible. It. Yeah. I- I'm not saying that it wasn't terrible, but I'm, I'm definitely not saying it was worse than the first season of the office. Like, Yeah, let's 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 just push past this. I will Where, say though, the
1: the uh, I think it's the season finale of season one. Um, the basketball episode is pretty good.
0: Uh, that is the second, second to last episode. episode but okay, yes, well, that see. that is hands down the best one.
2: I just I just want it noted that like David's not looking at notes; he just knows what episode is. You know, it's
0: because like I am so fucking lame that like <laughs> this is the show that is always on in our house. It is always on and like. It's just, it's like a white noise machine for us. Uh, it's, it's what, I don't know, but yeah, it's, that's probably the best episode from, from season one. Um, the, the, the episode with, with what's her name? Um,
1: Amy Adams. Yes. Thank you. Amy Adams. (laughs) Purse girl.
0: Girl. That, That was pretty good too. Uh, I kind of wonder from time to time how Jim would have fared with her.
1: Better, because she seemed like she had it together.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> you you seem to think that he would have fared the best with Karen, or... or yes, no. yes, that's because
1: Karen was a fully Karen. 3D human being. <laughs> with goals and shit.
0: As Kevin would say, those pantsuits? Mmm... That's Kevin. not how
1: I intended 3D to be taken, but there's that too.
0: Yeah, well, that's just Kevin being his his creepy self, but uh
2: It's so weird to like watch the first couple of seasons and Kevin's voice isn't Kevin, and then all of a sudden Kevin's voice like he mm-hmm. talks like a normal human and then all of a sudden he has like a lisp and like goes full.
0: Yeah, there there are some like there are a lot of of changes it, with a stark contrast like i want to say between season 2 and 3 and yeah. then uh, and a lot of it is due to funding honestly like mm-hmm. if you go back and watch like an episode from season 1 and then jump to like season 4 like season 1's episodes like they're so dull like as far as the actual like lighting and and contrast and everything goes like they're just not very interesting to look at. It's it looks like garbage. Like no one did any post-production editing on it, but like if you go to like
1: season five, it looks like someone actually cared. (laughs) Yeah. Although to be fair, I think part of that is it, it went from like the pre HD to HD.
0: Yeah. I mean that, that definitely has, has something to do with it. it. It saw that, that shift in like HD quality TV. Uh,
1: it, I, it went from what like f- what four eighty up to to ten eighty, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean it was it was pretty drastic because like it was on during a very interesting part in technological history. Like starting in two thousand four and then wrapping up in the, the early twenty tens. Like there was a lot that happened during that time period.
2: Well, and it's it's one of those things too, like Especially watching it now instead of like when it first came out, because everybody just talks about The Office and how it's The Office and it's always been one of those things and it's always been around. And then the first few seasons, because it's two thousand and four, mm. there's flip phones and you're like, right? Oh, oh yeah, those were oh. things. <laughs> and like you know, when Pam gets the new computer, it's the old school, like iMac computer. It's not even you know, right? You're just like, oh. Oh, I guess this was, but it, but it holds up. Most of it holds up mm-hmm. regardless of the fact that they have flip phones.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's going to happen in yeah. any TV show, exactly. any, any movie. It's just unavoidable. Like it just, but it just seems like it's still so
2: relevant and like, it just ended like yesterday and it you know, right. it's still like going on, but then you go back and you, you actually watch it. And you're like, Oh yeah, this was 15 years ago and I'm old and <laughs> what the hell.
0: Right, Ted. Did you have any other like favorites uh, that that you can think of to to ask Amanda? Like as as far as um, you know, favorite parts of uh, the the show,
1: elements of the show. Um, what was your favorite cold open, and why was it Kevin's chili?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and why was it what?
1: Kevin spilling the chili.
0: Remember, it, it's his voice where he's like. I under yeah. The key is to undercook the onions. Everyone gets to know each other in the pot. And like he's narrating this uh, with a voiceover and all the while he's spilling his fucking chili on the floor and trying to scoop it back up the pot.
2: She's dead. So I always thought because like, you know, there's the Funko Pop of Kevin with the Chili and there's right. all this stuff about Kevin, the Chili and the memes and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a great episode. And it's, it's just a cold open. That's yeah. it. That's yes. all it is. There's nothing else to it. That, it's fantastic. That's fantastic. It so, makes it even better. Right. That's it's what's great. so great.
0: Yeah, that's what's so great about a lot of the cold opens in the show is that a lot of them. Don't have anything to do with the rest of the episode. Yeah, like the there's the they don't relate to each other Nothing. at all. Like sometimes they do, but yeah, yeah. every once in a while you, you get one like this where it just has zero tie in to the rest of the episode. Yeah, um, it's like what's the context with Kevin bringing in this big thing of chili? Um, but it, I mean, other than that, do you do you have a favorite cold it, open? I or mean, a it, it has to
2: be Dwight. You know um heating up the handle for for the fire safety for
1: the fire <laughs> another grill. excellent choice yeah that
2: like, that yeah that
0: is and an i know that's like the
2: easy open. go-to but god bless it's so it's, good it, it is so
1: good it's brilliant uh, those episodes the uh the safety training episodes are two of the top three in this series
0: in, in my oh yeah 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 that um yeah, and, and it's not just the cold open, like, like Ted said it. Yeah. It's every, like, because that's the episode where Dwight cuts the face off of the mannequin. Uh, Which the, is the, the single best
1: scene in the whole show.
2: <laughs> and we harvest the Hello, organs. So I had to do CPR training the other day because I would work at a hospital. And I'm like, you, I'm, doing, I'm doing it with my friend Olivia, and I'm like, oh, I can take the face off. <laughs>
0: I tried so hard. Yeah. So, so oh. when someone asked... Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, I can actually do this. Hang on. So, did like, someone when someone? I'm asked, pretty sure like, I broke okay, it. I don't care. <laughs> did someone ask like, okay, what do we do next? And you were like, we check for an organ donor card. There's
1: no you wallet. Don't- <laughs> I already.
0: And it's just like, a, just a, a quick cut from that scene to like, they're in downtown Manhattan again. And he's like, did you really have to cut the face off the fucking mannequin? Yeah. So that
2: scene is like, five minutes longer. Like, that. those episodes have like 30 or 40 minutes of deleted scenes. Right. That should have just been left in. It should have been a three-part episode. Like, you can watch the deleted scenes and it's a complete another episode. It's fantastic fantastic and the my favorite part okay so we're just gonna go into it yeah is it's a deleted scene but michael has a defibrillator because of stanley's heart attack and he's Ooh. like trying to get everybody to touch it and the uh, you know so it becomes a practical joke uh, they put it under merit under Mer- on meredith's chair for her to sit down <laughs> and it's and kevin and, it's kevin and kevin turns it on and she comes over and she sits down and her and she and she enjoys it like you can see she starts to smile because it's vibrating or whatever and her uh-huh. hair just starts to stand up on end <laughs> and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and she doesn't die nothing happened it's fantastic i'm like it was 10 seconds 10 seconds you could have left it in it was great but oh now i
0: mean they had that, to cut it out that's yeah that's awesome they uh, yeah. I, I was um you know I, I don't know if you've listened to the Office Ladies at all. The, I've the started. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. They they talk about how there's uh, they would always write and film a lot more show than yeah. than they could, and it was a struggle. Like every episode, trying to figure out what to put in because it was it was just all good. Yeah, and um, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it works like that for a lot of shows, but. I can imagine with this one in particular, um, yeah. Um, did you? Yeah. What about the ending? Did you? Did you like the the ending of the series? Did you feel like there was yeah. a um, good payoff? So,
2: I'm gonna be. I probably have an unpopular opinion, but I really like season nine. Maybe because I didn't follow it from. Yeah, I know. Look at that face. No, from start uh, to I mean, fin- this. But yeah. it was such a good. And I didn't like it, okay, I, I, I can hear Ted eating because of all of Jim and Pam and everything, but if you completely take Jim and Pam away,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you have Andy who goes freaking crazy because he went on the boat and did the whole thing, and right, Andy coming back from the, his boat trip is fantastic, like him being cool guy, trying to be cool, like nothing ever happened, I'm mm-hmm. like, that's the best I've ever seen Andy, this is great, like, <laughs> Why can't we just have him like this as the boss for the rest of the year? It was and, fantastic. And then they
0: promptly throw him under the bus. Yeah,
2: exactly. Oh, well, of course. I mean, what did you expect was going to happen? You you work at under Mifflin. That's just what happens. Right. But I think it was the fact that everything wrapped up with Dwight. It, 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 with Dwight and Angela. Mm. And they come back together. And they just kind of wrap it all nice and up. And you're like, yeah, it was great. So Arms, which is like the second to last episode, I feel like should have been the actual last episode because that's where he actually you know dwight tells angela that he loves her and they all come together and it's all nice and happy and Mm -hmm. everybody cries and then it's a year later in the future and i'm like oh well it was good it was great it's fantastic yeah i mean but i know i know from people that are like diehard office fans from the beginning they're not you're not a fan of season nine
0: I, I mean, I don't, uh, aside from, you know, a couple issues, like some of the things that you named, I I, I don't really take too much issue with season nine. Uh, Ted, I think, is is a little different. I
1: think, right, buddy? They should have ended the show when Steve Carell left.
0: <laughs> that is... I mean, that's valid. That's true. Uh, that right. is one of the quote-unquote unpopular opinions, like the most... Popular of the unpopular opinions yeah. that or it's I feel like it's really one of those things that no one likes to talk about or no one wants to talk about because they, they don't want to sully the good name that is the office. But let's be real. The office wasn't the same after Steve left. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I'm kind of being generous with that because I think that after season five or six, it just like nosedives in quality. Mm-hmm. i feel like they they just ran they started running out of steam
0: yeah they uh it's it's what industry peeps i believe call writing themselves into a corner where they they just wrote a situation that they couldn't really write themselves out of and i mean it happens i get it
1: uh, I, well, I mean it's that plus there's really only so far you can go with that and That's when the characters really start becoming one note. So, right. They start recycling storylines. So, it's, you know, it was Angela and Dwight are having an affair. Now it's the Senator and Oscar. And now it's Angela and Dwight again and Angela and Andy. And, you know, they, so they just, they start recycling storylines and the characters become more one dimensional. And, you know, it, it just, like I said, I think they ran out of steam
0: yeah i mean it's yeah that's definitely possible i i don't know i i try not to think about it too bad uh, or too much because i i have enough things that depress the shit out of me and so why add another thing to that like why
1: i I will say that i think season nine is better than season eight that's not saying a lot but it's not the worst season
0: uh (laughs) Uh, Speaking of saying, you know, saying this season is better than that season, uh, Ted and I, I'm not sure where you sit on this, Amanda, but Ted and I, we both believe that the saving grace of whatever season that came after uh, um, Michael leaving is the fucking Lizard King, is Robert California.
1: (laughs) That was the saving grace of that season.
2: Um, I would say that it was Kathy Bates. You think so? Yeah.
1: I I, yeah, I I like her character a lot, but I feel like they could have done more.
2: I think I think they should have put more time into her instead of Robert California. Um, yeah, but
0: I I don't know this for a fact, but I feel like they could only get her for a little bit. That's and, what it seems. like, and so that's yeah. why they didn't invest a lot in her character. Yeah, I I didn't have a huge problem with the. The role or or lack thereof that she played like i i thought yeah. that she was in it for an appropriate amount of time right would i have liked to see more of her sure because it's kathy fucking bates yeah like she's amazing she's hilarious uh but you know i i was like i thought robert california was fucking hilarious and like oh I said, yeah he was he was great he's the fucking lizard king
2: <laughs> yeah no he was good yeah i like it um I'm not a huge Aaron fan. Oh. And whoever. Finally. um...
1: (laughs) Finally, somebody else has the right opinion.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not a big Aaron fan. She has her moments. Like, okay, fine, whatever. But, like, I don't need to hear her whining about her relationship with Andy. And maybe it's just Andy. I don't know. But her and Andy and this and this and the other tall, weird guy who does a fantastic. Yes.
0: I love you, you gay bastard. I said. yeah yeah
2: i mean like gabe and gabe was terrible as well except he did a fantastic lady gaga so (laughs) that was like he fantastic 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 lady gaga other than that though he was useless so i don't know
1: yeah yeah Yeah. that's wrong but okay
0: (laughs) i i thought gabe like played that cringy like weirdo P- pretty well yeah like, it, but there's and, so
2: many already on the show that you didn't need another. you needed somebody more i don't know not quite as crazy i you. get it
1: i no, i dig what you're saying um, but they put all their eggs in the gym basket uh, yeah. and making him the relatable guy but he's mm-hmm. not really that relatable like yeah <laughs> it's you know uh we'll come yeah. back to that too
0: right um as far as Aaron goes, so I guess I am of the unpopular opinion, dude. Here in this trio, I actually really liked Aaron.
2: She has her moments, like, but overall, I, like I don't want—I'm tired of her whining.
0: I so I like. Aaron, the same reason why I like Michael when she, when Michael surrounds himself with idiots, like when Dwight <laughs> is busy acting like an idiot, all of a sudden Michael looks like a fucking genius. When Aaron is surrounded by Gabe, when he is acting like an ass, or when Andy is acting like an ass, all of a sudden she looks like someone who has some sense. Like, yeah, she's kind of like the <laughs> redhead, like blonde of the show, I guess. Like unquote blonde that you know is right. kind of ditzy or whatever but like i don't know i just like her because she's fun like she's she's like the innocent part of the show uh but then like she has that hilarious part in uh the the last dundies episode where she uh she gets up and accepts her award and she's like i just i don't feel it as she like dumps gabe right there oh yeah <laughs> she walks <laughs> off the stage and like daryl's like that was some cold shit uh, but yeah, I don't. Know. I, I I liked her. All right, so we are going to dive into some unpopular opinions. Finally, we're we're gonna do this, and then we're going we to hit on a couple. What'd you say? Because we haven't already. We we've, we've that was been nearly
1: the pre game, right?
0: That was the precursor. We've been the rip,
1: it's about to start hitting the fan here,
0: right? We've been edging okay. up until this point. Mm-hmm. That's a sexual term for you youngins. Nope. Um, and uh,
1: why? Why?
0: Uh, so we're gonna do some unpopular opinions, and then afterwards we're gonna hit on some big, uh, big picture stuff, as uh, like why is the office a big deal? Um, so, so yeah, uh, Ted, you want you want to hit us with your your reasoning for why Pam is um
1: the worst character? Yes,
0: absolutely. Go, go for it, buddy.
1: When we first meet Pam Beasley, <laughs> she is a <laughs> what? <laughs> it just sounded you're like since the dawn of
2: time, he done so much research and put so much time into this to like, yes, I feel like he needs-
1: the Beasleys have been terrible um, <laughs> we're focusing in on the most terrible of them, which is Pam. And so she is your typical like middle America receptionist. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? Nope. There's nothing wrong with that aspect of her. That's a very human character. Unfortunately, that's the only good thing I will ever say about her. She's in a dead-end relationship with a guy who I'm about 75% positive would go on to become a Trump supporter.
0: Wait, are you talking about Roy or or Jim?
1: Yes. (laughs) But... I was actually, I was speaking specifically about Roy in that part. Okay, uh, yeah. dude is that, not a white supremacist, accurate. nobody is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can edit that out, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> or not. She has no direction. She has no goals. Her goal is to go to the mall with Roy <laughs> in one of the episodes. That's literally, or no, I'm sorry, the lake. Was it the lake of the mall? It doesn't matter because she's terrible. Either one of those <laughs> is an awful choice.
0: Hey, she wanted like that house with the terrace, right? Like she was talking about in that one episode w- with Jan, which is like I mean, you know, that would be an illegal segue to talk about Jan, which we'll be, we'll be I to heard too. Well, yeah, uh, but you know that that episode where they they have like the ladies uh, oh. gathering in the conference room, yeah, and. Uh, and she talks about, like, her, her dreams and aspirations where she, like, she wants to become an artist and she wants that that nice house with the terrace
1: and, and all that. Um, mm-hmm. Isn't that sweet? What <laughs> of those things does she accomplish? <sighs> Out of those? Yes. Uh, I don't think she does any of that. In fact, you were correct, because she <laughs> accomplishes nothing after nine seasons. Except almost cheating on Jim that one time. <clears throat>
0: With the boom guy,
1: yeah, who's like four feet a tall. Terrible
0: plot. Four feet tall. He's taller than that. Mm. Is you he know? though? I I don't know. I don't I don't know anything. She fails out of art school. It's yeah. art school. How how hard can it be? Have you ever taken a Photoshop class? No.
1: <laughs> Why would I do that?
0: <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. It I, hey, it all right. Well, I'm I'm not going to play devil's advocate. I'm just going to let you ramble. Keep going, yeah. buddy.
1: You're yeah. doing great. That's because you know she's terrible. <laughs> she she uh cheats on Roy, which even though he's probably a white supremacist, that's still kind of a <laughs> thing. Just break up with him, You're you're clearly unhappy. Just break up with him, right? She leads Jim along, which To be fair, Jim also sucks, so I'm kinda gonna I'm gonna give her a pass on that one. I'm gonna let her she can have that. That that fuck up is fine. Um She basically cavorts around uh and like has this weird dichotomy where on the one hand she like wants all this attention and then when she gets it she's like oh no, I'm just Pam, tee hee. No, you're terrible. (laughs) You're terrible. Uh, she puts up with all of Michael's bullshit. Although to be fair, so everybody. does everybody else. So I can't come down on her too hard for that.
0: What are you gonna say, Amanda? Everybody does. <sighs> everybody puts up with Michael's bullshit. Uh, yeah, I feel like it seems. I, I don't. I don't know why so many people put up with this with his crap, like just making everything about himself all the time. Because the I,
1: alternative I, is going to HR and talking to Toby.
0: Oh yeah, I wouldn't talk to wouldn't exactly. want to talk to that guy anyway. Exactly. Yeah. What a wet blanket.
1: <laughs> I could go on, but I feel like I've made my point.
0: I mean, you know, I'm not going to agree with everything, but I'm going to agree with a lot of that. Uh, That's cuz they're
1: facts, little man.
0: <laughs> you know what? You're entitled to your wrong opinion,
1: but they're not opinions, they're facts.
0: <laughs> uh, that is your opinion. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna jump from this character to another character. We we shit on Pam and didn't say anything positive. Uh, well, we said a, a couple positive things. Amanda, do you have anything positive to say about Pam? I feel like he maybe said a few things in uh, in the the beginning of the episode.
2: Yeah. Well, we'll we'll go with that. I don't remember.
0: Dope. Well, I mentioned Jan a second ago. Like so. Obviously, she's a fucking psycho. Yes. But like like, that's what makes her such a great character.
1: That is also true. Yes.
0: She she is like psychotic, but there's there's a few parts where she like she looks like a normal functioning human. And one of those moments is when Pam in that episode where you know they're they're having the, the ladies you know, gathering what I keep, I can't remember what it's called. It doesn't matter. Um, And, you know, there's the talking head with Jan where she's like, you know, part of this, these meetings is to see if there's any potential with the women in the, the lower, uh, lower office roles for, uh, see if they have potential at, at a corporate level. And, and then she's like, so yeah. <laughs> You're know, like obviously there is none in this room. Um but like there's that scene with Pam where uh you know she's talking about, you know the she starts talking about the terrace and and like the the consumer level stuff. But she's like but seriously like I, I I love to you know go to art school and and I'm really into graphic design and then like Phyllis Chimes and she's like yeah, she's really good. And then all of a sudden she gets like really interested Jan's like, you know, there's, uh, there's a, um, a college, uh, reimbursement program or whatever at corporate where like, you know, you, um, you can go to school and and they, they pay for part of your school or whatever. And like Pam's just coming up with excuse after excuse. And Jan has this line that goes like, there's always a million reasons not to do something. And like, every time I hear that line or, or watch that episode, I'm like, fuck, that's, that's like some solid fucking advice right there like and that's probably the the most redeemable i i think she she is in the entire series um the funniest is when she chucks the dundee at the uh at you michael's like, tv, that, motherfucker
1: at the, <laughs> TV. That, that is a
0: 250 plasma screen tv you just killed babe I'm I'm paying it
1: back on your zero dollars a year salary
0: plus benefits babe
1: Yeah, I think Dinner Party is the best episode of the series.
0: So, yeah, I read an article not too long ago about how they, like a lot of the cast, got together, like the cast, the writers, and they talked about Dinner Party and how they all kind of feel like that was the best episode of the entire series. And just because it had so much going for it, like it, it took place in the office and outside, like in another setting, um, it just, you know, had so many other, it, it just was fucking hilarious. Uh, and I think we,
2: it's relatable. Cause I think everybody's been in that situation where you, you can't get out. You're stuck. You've right. always tried to be like, no, I'm sorry. I got plans and then you get roped into something and then you're there and you're like, Oh fuck my life. Why am I here? And you always try to get out and then. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we've all been there.
0: Yeah, it's why none of us ever like accept invitations to like hang out with people because it's much easier to just be like, no, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit at home and do jackedily, and and not be in a weird situation. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, what other on? Oh, uh, so I guess more unpopular opinions. Um, we kind of got sidetracked there for a second. Uh, I, I think Will Farrell's role in the show was wasted. Ted, do you, do you kind of feel the same? Like they, they kind of wasted that opportunity? Uh yeah, I
1: think that it's tough to replace a character like Michael and they went in a different direction, but it, but not really. Mm -hmm. Um, Where he comes in and he's like a different sort of boss, but he's still like a bumbling idiot. Right. And he still has a lot of the same sort of problems that um, the character of Michael had. Mm -hmm. And also he's just like painfully unfunny. Like one of the things that Steve Carell is really gifted at, particularly on, you know, in, in, in his run as Michael Scott it's like, he takes these really awful, uncomfortable moments. And then like, is somehow able to make them humorous. Mm-hmm. Like, if you had a boss, if you had a boss like Michael Scott, for real, like you'd, you'd shoot him in behind the building <laughs> after work one day. Like you would just be like, fuck that. And just boom, two to the back and it's over. But like, somehow we keep coming back and like, he's this beloved character on the office. Whereas Will Ferrell is just like painfully unlikable. And then they injected like the weird, he's a sexist thing in there which i don't think really landed well yeah sure yeah um because it's it's like it's kind of like a heavy moment for a show that doesn't really take itself that seriously or at least before that point hadn't
0: yeah yeah that that yeah that makes sense i i feel like i don't feel like it was Will Ferrell's fault necessarily for for the this wasted opportunity? I, I feel like they they could have written his character a little bit better, or just not have included him at all. Like it was like everyone was super stoked for for Will Ferrell to be part of the Office, and I, I think we pretty much all knew that he wasn't going to be the new Michael Scott. Like, he wasn't going to be, like, the new boss and, like, forever and ever until the show ends. I kind of assume, like, I mean, he's a, he's a busy guy. He mostly does movies. He doesn't really do shows, um, except for Saturday Night Live. So I didn't really expect him to be on, like, forever. And, and so it made sense in this capacity. But, yeah, like, his character was was kind of weird. And there really were only a handful of moments that were, were really funny. Like, like his interactions with Andy were pretty funny. <laughs> like the, the, the episode where, um, you know, he's like, Oh, the office funny guy. And, uh, and he, he like tries to get Andy to like hurt himself more. And he like, Andy's like sick in his hand in the toaster and then like pouring hot coffee in his pants. And he hands him like the the dish soap from the sink. And he's like, here, have some soap. Nope. <laughs> I thought you no. were going to say something there and
1: No, no, I'm just going to let you have that one.
0: Okay. Um, and then uh, then like, I think it's in the same, maybe in the same episode where, where they go on the sales call together and, but they uh, they stop off at the the adoption place or the, the, the Humane Society. And he's like, uh, he's like, here, take this dog. And he's like, give me that dog, you fucking thief. <laughs> he's like recreating the scene where he like met Joe, where he like saved her dog from like some dog napper or some shit. I, like I would say, I, you know, he had a couple moments, but for the most part, I kind of agree with this quote unquote unpopular opinion that his his character was a little wasted
1: yeah go ahead
2: i think if they had brought him in as like a special like maybe a recurring character mm-hmm. but not as the boss of the office sure maybe you know maybe he owned the building instead of dwight or something <laughs> like that and and been
0: like you know yeah yeah maybe something like that could work yeah.
2: Where you're not trying to fill Steve Carell's shoes. Right. By repeating the same sort of jokes without Steve Carell. Yeah.
0: I think that that's what they were trying to do with, with having him like a big name come follow is like, they knew like, how the hell are we going to going to like play damage control after, after Steve leaves the office and in and, and almost in the middle of a season no less uh so it makes sense why why they they picked him but yeah I heard
2: Stephen didn't actually want to leave they asked him to leave right
0: I that's what I've heard Joe so,
1: no so I
0: haven't heard that
1: the but. uh the thing that came out recently I, I guess for like the 15th anniversary um is he was um He told his agent, like, hey, I'll sign for this. And then they just never came to his agent to renew his contract. So he was like, okay, if they don't want me on the show, I'll walk. And then he did.
2: Ah, okay. Hmm. I... That was a mistake. They should have signed that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah, I...
1: Yeah. To to kind of piggyback, uh, David, I agree with what you're saying with like, he was kind of wasted. Will Ferrell was kind of wasted. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that can be said for most of the special guest stars. Sure. Like we mentioned that about Kathy Bates, like her character could have done more or been more. Um, I also kind of think that Ed Helms should have been like a a part-time character. He initially was supposed to. Right. And then of course the hangover went gangbusters.
0: So. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean that. That's actually why he took that. Why they wrote him in that big, big boat ride in. I think it was the last season. Um. Uh, where, where he he's just gone for like several yeah. episodes in a row because they were filming the third Hangover movie.
1: I'm fairly yeah. certain that's why he goes to quote unquote anger management as well.
2: Ah.
0: Uh, hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, and also, his character was way better before before that. Uh, but before what? Before he went to anger management and came back. This is just like my tenfold conspiracy theory uh, moment. But I really feel like they rewrote that character because they were like, "Oh, he's he's famous now. We gotta." Hmm. You know. But the character, his like psycho angry character, was so much better than like the hey, I'm a musician and I sing and I'm a running joke about Cornell now. Like that, just that out of all the characters, even even some of the worst ones, like Andy, is bottom three for me.
2: Is Pam still your top bottom?
0: <laughs> I, I think that's that's a sexual thing, right? I, I think so, yeah. A top bottom? Um, she's uh, a
1: married woman, but...
0: That, that um, doesn't mean that she gets jiggy, doesn't get
1: jiggy with it? I just, well, it does, but...
2: <laughs> I mean, she's...
0: So is Pam still a little worse,
2: though? Yes. Okay. <laughs>
0: I'm figuring out the scale here, right? Pam sticks to missionary. That's that's how you know she's boring. <laughs> As Amanda loses her fucking headphones. Yep. <laughs> um. Oh fuck. Please. Please. Well, uh, let's uh, let's segue into talking like some big picture stuff instead of like just. Uh, <laughs> Man, this is yeah, so I can completely like fuck him up. Whatever. Uh, here here, rotate the the cup. Uh, like here. Um, some here you <laughs> Boop. There you go. There you go. Oh, can I have one more
2: unpopular opinion? Yeah. I hate Kelly. All right, we can move on. You you hate Kelly?
0: Oh my god.
1: I'm You're not, supposed I'm... to hate Kelly though. That's why she's so good.
0: Oh no. <laughs> is it because you think she's obnoxious? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: And if that was the goal, fantastic.
0: Yeah. uh, But I think,
2: I think part of the reason I like season nine is because she's not there. (laughs) I think that's part of it.
0: And and like the best exit from the show ever where, and as explained by Toby, which makes it even, even more hilarious where he's like, he's like, she, uh, uh, she, uh, her fiance, Robbie got a job as a pediatric oncologist in miami and and then the next scene is her like giving all of her big (laughs) coats away and then it cuts back to toby with the map and he's like miami and he dropped like a line from florida all the way to miami uh, ohio yep (laughs) And, and, and he's like on her last day i was explaining it to her and she still didn't get it I think that sums Kelly's character
2: up completely.
0: Yes. Completely. I I think so too. She, but yeah, Ted was right. I think they, I mean, she, she was like one of the, the biggest writers, like Mm -hmm. consistent writers throughout the show. And she, and she wrote her, her, a lot of her own lines and parts. And she did that on purpose. Like she wanted to make her character really obnoxious. So people she
2: really succeeded.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, she's awful, right? And, and just the pay Pam be- any day, all day, right? The the shit between her and Ryan, like that that toxic relationship, where although, you're like, like this should be sad, but like it's so damn funny.
2: Yeah, although the very last episode, where <laughs> throw the baby away, oh, off they go, <laughs> right? Like they just perfect. Yeah,
0: perfect. Right yeah um all right do do we want to hit on any other any other characters um maybe the the fan theory that toby is the scream strangler which was which is i didn't even
2: realize that that until i started doing research for the notes i don't have in front of me right. i didn't even realize that that was a theory
0: yeah i think people and like, just wanted to make something out of nothing because yeah. like i mean but uh, at the same time, like Nellie really meets
1: the Strangler, though. Like, right? Yeah. Like, exactly. You
0: know, yeah. Nellie picks him up from the prison. Yeah. Uh, or uh, maybe it's from the hospital. I, I, I don't know. But she picks him up, and like you know, he, they wheel him out in a stretcher. Like you see him being wheeled out uh, of the prison on a stretcher, and he's got like the neck brace and everything. I, I don't. I mean, I didn't look too closely into this fan theory but I don't really see what uh, what proof could possibly yeah. back this theory. Um, I- I'm sure it's hilarious. Uh, yeah, but... I
1: think it's just like a meme that got out of hand. Right.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And then someone kind of like rolled with and they're like, what if? So maybe yeah. it was kind of yeah. like a what if scenario. Um, but yeah, like some big picture stuff. I wanted to talk about like how the show became such like this this big deal, like this cultural phenomenon, how uh like people just I don't know, it's it's like one of those those common denominators with so many people. Like you just don't know too many people that dislike the office. And those people are wrong. I <laughs> But like I, I think a lot of it has to do with it being um a being on Netflix. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of like a multi-generational thing where it started out on on basic cable on NBC and then like people watched it then when it was on air and then now that it, it's been off air for, you know, several years, but it's been on Netflix. Like it's allowed people to that that didn't grow up with the show to like now watch it. And I, Did you watch it on air? Yeah. Like in real life? Okay. So I didn't watch it from the very beginning. Yeah. I think I picked it up in maybe season five or six, um, somewhere around there. It definitely wasn't at the very beginning because I like I knew about it for a couple of years, but it, it was just one of those shows where I was just like, eh, like maybe I'll eventually get around to it. I think I caught a few episodes and I was just... There were episodes from like the first season where you're just like you it might you're hit you the wrong turned way. Off. Yeah, do what?
2: You're kinda turned off.
0: Like the first season of those are the first episodes you ever see, you're like, Oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're just oh. like, Is this how the whole thing is? Right. Because it is so damn dry. Yeah. And and awkward. Um but yeah, like I, I don't know, Ted, do, do, do you have anything to, to weigh, weigh in on here? Like, do you kind of get get where I'm
1: going? Like, Yeah, I think that uh, Netflix is kind of a big, big reason why it got as popular as it did. Because it was one of the first things I remember seeing, like, when Netflix started getting really big. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, The Office was... I'm not saying it was the first thing that Netflix ever, like you know, bought up to have streaming, but like, it's the first thing that I remember being like, oh, this is like a real show that's on here. Right. Because I don't know how many people remember this, but like, I, I I was a fairly early adopter of Netflix and there was a lot of fucking trash (laughs) on Netflix when it first started. There was some really good stuff too, like better stuff than is on there now normally, but there was a lot of like really, really bad, just like whatever they could get the rights to kind of shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like they're, the, the stuff that was on there at, at the beginning as like across the board, like original content, uh, stuff that they, they, like you, Ted, you said that they could get the rights to. It just, it wasn't a great start. And, and like when you look at it that way and you, you think back to what was on Netflix back in the day when they first launched the streaming part of their service, you're like no wonder Blockbuster decided to not take their their purchase or or no, was it Blockbuster offered to buy out Netflix or or was it the other
1: way around? I think Netflix offered to sell to Blockbuster.
0: Okay, like, either way, like I mean, yeah, like what Netflix had going for them at the time was being able to to watch any any DVD, like have it mailed to you. Like any DVD in existence, basically, they had. And you could like line up your queue for days. And and they had like the one, two, and three disc options. And so you could like have this awesome rotation. And then all of a sudden they launched the streaming service. And I remember like looking through it and I was like, there is jack shit on here. Like there is nothing. um, And now it's like the opposite problem. Like, here we are, you know, I don't don't know how many years later. And, yeah, it's the opposite. Like, there's just too much stuff on now.
1: And most of it's bad. Uh, But that's not even there. Yeah, but like I said, I just remember it being something that's on there. I was like, oh, this is like a real show. Um, Obviously, it was popular enough to continue to get renewed before that. So, like, I'm not going to say Netflix is the reason it's a popular show. I also think it kind of hit at the right time Mm -hmm. Um, and it was just, I think it was just edgy enough to be like cool, um, but also like genuinely had enough funny moments to really hit as like a sitcom. Right. Right. You know, it kind of came, it was like post Friends, post Frasier, you know, post like the real big sitcom runs of of the 90s and early 2000s. And then um, this kind of comes in and it's like a different sort of sitcom, but it's definitely still a sitcom, you know. Um, And I I think it was just new enough, just interesting enough. Plus, like there were going to be the people that were familiar with the concept from the original British version Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, came in. Of course, it's the first season. Uh, of the U S offices is is especially the first couple episodes are like heavily indebted to that. And then they started to kind of find their own feet and it, it became a little more culturally specific, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think Netflix is a big part of that. And also it, it sort of came about when like buying DVDs and like show DVDs was sort of at its peak. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, uh, you you were kind of talking about like it coming up after uh, stuff like friends and Frasier. Like I think another thing that's uh, similar or parallel to that is like the mockumentary style. That was kind of like a new thing for the most part. Like I think a few shows, a few mov- movies uh, up until that point had had done that kind of thing. But like the office really capitalized on it and, and made it made it like their own. And
1: yeah. And and if I recall correctly, like it went into syndication pretty, pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, I know it's on like comedy central now and comedy central plays it to fucking death. (laughs) I, I don't, I don't watch cable that often, but like every time I turn it on the TV, Like, even just to fall asleep and I'm like going through the guide, it's like the office for eight hours straight. And I'm like, that's not terrible Uh, to watch all those commercials with it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I, God, that's another thing. Like, commercials. Like, I haven't watched real TV in so long. So, like, anytime I watch Hulu, because I have Hulu for free through my Spotify subscription. And then, like, so I'll be watching all of a sudden, like, a commercial will come on. I'm like, what the fuck is this garbage?
1: Like, what, what, what am, am I, I a poor?
0: I have what, what, right. I was just about to say, what am I a poor? Like, I don't want to watch a commercial for fucking Gillette or dove or some other shitty product. Like get back to the, the original programming in which I intended to watch.
1: Yeah. Uh, and one last point I want to make, and this was explained to me before I ever really got into the office. I'd seen a couple episodes and I was like, yeah, this is kind of funny. Um, mm-hmm. But, like I've just, I've never really been a big TV guy. So like I just, you know, right. like, whatever. Um, and I remember a guy that I worked with, he was telling me about it. And he's like, man, my wife is obsessed with this show. Um, and I, like I said, I'd seen a couple episodes and I was like, I just don't get it, man. And he's like, I don't either. And we were working in a distribution center at the time. And he's like, she works in an office though. So she's like, it makes sense to her because she knows people that are like that. Like mm-hmm. some of those characters. And I was like, okay, I kind of get that. Uh, and now you know now you work in an office later, job right now that i have an office job i don't i disagree <laughs> <laughs> uh, i've never met anybody that are like those characters
0: <laughs> well I, I was actually going to bring up a, uh, a tangentially related point one of the reasons why i think people really latched on to this is like yeah you're right like You know, these characters are kind of exaggerated versions of, you know, people that would be in a typical office. So, you know, maybe you won't meet someone exactly like Jim or exactly like Dwight or Angela. But like I said, they're kind of like exaggerated versions. And that's one of the things that the show had going for it was that it it was it was relatable, like especially the early seasons where the emphasis was on. The, the workplace and, and the work life itself rather than the characters' lives, especially outside of the workplace, you know, when it, when it was just very self-contained and, and you know, the, everything that went on in the show was, was in the workplace. Like people could relate to that. Like maybe, maybe not so much to these exaggerated characters, but you know, they, people could relate to these people that had this boring job or the you know they did something as mundane and ordinary as selling paper you know like people can relate to that like you know but the, then there's the the flip side of that where you have you have this job that's boring but you also have the people in it that that make you not want to jump in oncoming traffic that like help that help you tolerate the job or, or even like it because, you know, in the case of Jim and, and Pam, like that's, that's where they met, met each other. Like that's, you know, where they, they found their, their quote unquote soulmate. And um yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's kind of interesting to look at it from that perspective of I mean we could we could kind of get pretty deep if we wanted to uh into like maybe some nihilistic or existential point point of views with with the show. I don't know if we have enough time. <laughs> uh I don't uh, Amanda what 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 do you what do you think? Like <laughs> she's like yes. uh you fucking lost me. <laughs> like you bumbling idiot.
2: I didn't
0: say that. No, but I can read your thoughts. It's assumed. assumed, Yes. (laughs) Um, You just have a
2: Michael Scott moment. It's fine.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's basically me. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Scott, what you got to do? What you got to do? Make your dreams come true. Oh, God. Oh, I skipped that that episode.
2: Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. talk about once, that. Like, once let's is talk enough. about
0: episodes that we sk- like so once know- is enough.
2: Yeah, like Scott's Tots, once once and done. Like, I, I, I I'll never it watch it every, every time. single time. Yeah.
0: Ted, what's the episode that you skip?
1: Um <clears throat> I think I've only watched the first season one. Okay. With the exception of maybe like the basketball episode and then first brawl episode. Um other than that, I can't think of, like, episodes that I've skipped fully. Um, I've definitely skipped scenes. Like, some of my least favorite moments of the show are when Erin goes to Florida and she's with the, uh, like, the old lady. Right. Yeah. I hate that so much. Um, a lot of Andy scenes. <laughs> Basically, Andy's going to make Am out to be anything short of Hitler, I will skip.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ. So you watch about
1: a
0: total of like an hour of The Office out of all nine seasons. Yeah, I, I
1: can bust it out on a Saturday afternoon, basically.
0: All right, so let's let's move on to a last talking point for this episode, and seems kind of appropriate. Favorite episodes. So, yeah. Amanda, would you like to go first? Sure. Do you yeah, want me?
2: Do you want me just like rattle them all off and we dive into them, or? Sure. Okay. That sounds great awesome ah so one of my favorite episodes is where it's um it's dwight's beat farm and they go to the bed and breakfast jim and right go to the bed and breakfast for the first time and he's reading him harry potter (laughs) and i'm like i want to go to this bed and breakfast yeah and i think that when michael left they should have let michael leave and just have focused on dwight and his beat farm instead of trying to just recreate michael do and I know, think it would
0: have been so much better. Do you know about the spinoff that was temporarily in the works called The Farm? Kinda. Yeah
2: that and that and
0: was that, that it was What should on, have happened. Yeah, it was on the table for a while, but they had a hard time writing for it, like making it like a a standalone like spinoff. Um, they should have. That'd have been fantastic.
1: Yeah, they even set it up in one of the later episodes where.
0: Right. Um, yeah, that was yeah. going to be like the no, kind of like the, the, the style. Pilot. that's where they
2: were going like the end of season nine with why they're going into the farm that makes a lot more sense
0: right you can tell the way it was filmed that it it was just a little bit different than the office and and i honestly i dug it like i would have watched it yeah like i I thought it would have been fun fun. but anyways go uh, ahead keep going
2: uh dinner party Mm -hmm. closet threat level midnight
0: because threat
2: level midnight yes
0: uh that's that's it and i was
2: hoping that in the the deleted scenes like it would show you threat level midnight from start to finish Mm -hmm. and it doesn't but apparently it's on youtube so you can watch it all there yeah and it reminds me because because i just watched the office obviously it's always sunny in philadelphia came first for me so Mm -hmm. It reminds me of when they made Lethal Weapon 5 yes. and 6. <laughs> and so I had to know which one came first. And The Office actually came after um, Lethal Weapon 5. So Lethal Weapon 5 with It's Always Sunny first appeared um, November of 2010. And okay. the Threat Level Midnight was February of 2011. But... In the second season is when they do the table read when they find Michael's uh, script for Threat Level Midnight. Right. So technically, Threat Level Midnight came first. Yeah, those are my notes. That's what I got.
0: That's impressive.
2: Yeah, thanks. I ha- uh, I had to know because it reminded me so much like watching it. Yeah, reminded me so much of It's Always Sunny. I was like, I have to know like which one came first.
0: So that's there we go. that's very. Great, diligent note-taking. I'm so proud of you. Considering
2: I forgot all the rest of them, that's what I have.
0: (laughs) You're doing great. I'm so proud of you. I think. Yeah.
2: But there, I mean, and then there's so many. I mean, obviously, stress level, like, you know, the stress relief, which is the two part for, you know, the fire drill, because dear Lord, and... I don't know. It's so good. And then there's also um, oh, I forget the name of it, but it's where they're getting downsized again, or they're gonna have to go to Stanford or they're getting absolved, or whatever. And uh-huh. so they do the they do the party game, the role playing game in the uh-huh. office because Michael's trying to distract them. Are, are you talk? Are you murder, talking about the banana. office? Yeah, murder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah.
0: oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. that was... uh, There has been a murder. (laughs) And Creed walks in. He's like, all right, give me a second. Let me put my stuff down. (laughs) And he, like, runs out of the office. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's great. It was great. And I think I liked it because it was just Michael... Like... Because up until that point, he's been so crappy and so Mm -hmm. awful and so cringeworthy. And he just becomes human in that that moment. He's like... I care so much about these people. I don't want to lose them. I don't want them to be stressed. I don't want them to think about losing their jobs and everything that's going on. And so it, we're just gonna fuck it. We're just gonna pretend it's not happening. And, and I'm and I'm, they loved it. It was right. great.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm glad that you brought that up because that is at at its core why michael scott is a great character is because is. he is not just straight up dumbass 100% of the time like he has those redeeming qualities those redeeming moments exactly yeah yeah uh was was that your your comprehensive list or semi comprehensive yeah yeah pretty yeah. much
2: I, there's a lot more but i mean right just watch it i mean pretty much
0: all of them are in there
1: yeah ted do it's you have hard.
0: your your list lined up
1: uh, if you I'm going to echo dinner party uh, and the stress relief two-parter. I think those are the three best episodes. Aside from that, I think there are some really good episodes, but I tend to look more at like what are the best scenes or jokes or what have you, because I think a lot of the other episodes are fairly weak <laughs> in a lot of respects, but have some Because
2: there's too much pan, <laughs> too much pan going on for you. I wasn't
1: going to say that is the sole reason, but it's definitely a reason. Yes. <laughs>
0: Are you sure?
1: Um, but no, like I like I was saying before, I got called out. Um, <laughs> I, I think that a lot of the best jokes are not necessarily in the best episodes, so it's kind of tough. Sure. Other than that, but I think those are the uh, those are the strongest episodes: uh, dinner party and the stress relief.
0: Yeah, like that uh, that one. I, I can never remember what episode it's from. It's like smack dab in the middle of the series, and like they're all they're having like one of those bullpen like spur of the moment office meetings and like kevin out of nowhere just
1: goes oh boy what are we talking about (laughs) Uh, one of my favorite like jokes is from one of the christmas episodes i think it might be the first christmas episode where it's like the party sucks and michael goes and buys goes to the liquor store (laughs) and he's standing there it's like smash cut to him talking to the cashier and he's like He's got the box full of bottles of vodka. And he's like, is this enough to get uh, 15 yeah. people drunk? And he's like, 18 bottles of vodka? Yeah, that should do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like 14 bottles, like like 750 milliliter bottles of vodka. Maybe more. They they kind of look like the handles. Mm-hmm. And he's like, 14 bottles? Yeah, that, that'll do it
2: i love the Chris. i love all the holiday episodes yeah. i love that they do a holiday episode for everything like it, is fantastic. that going to be i your, love
0: it is that going to be your new holiday tradition oh is, absolutely is what, that's uh, absolutely. mine and Lindsay's. Every i wish they put year. it out
2: on one dvd so yeah. i don't have to like right
0: yeah we every year uh for both halloween and christmas um i think on halloween day or, or at night will will power watch all the halloween episodes They're and then so good. on christmas eve we'll watch all the christmas episodes. Yep. Um yeah, that's that's a fun tradition. It's very boring and lame, not unlike the uh, the overall theme of this show. It's <laughs> <Just> kidding. <laughs> right. Um but yeah, so my favorite episodes uh, speaking of boring and lame, are kind of echoing a lot of the episodes that <laughs> they're,
2: they're so uh, good, though. Like, yeah. how do you not like, like, how are they not your favorite, you know? right?
0: Like, uh, so dinner party, uh, you know, like, we we kind of beat this to death. Um, it's obviously so fucking good. Um, Jan smashing, uh, throwing a Dundee at his TV. Uh, it, one part that kills dancing, <laughs> right. What One part that kills me every time that we haven't talked about is when Michael takes the steak uh, and dips it in his wine. And Shane's like, can you not do that? That's disgusting. And, he, and Michael's like, you know, I have soft teeth. How dare you? Like, how could you say that? <laughs> and, and like the scene where uh, Jim is in the bathroom and he's talking to the cameraman and he's like, So it appears that um, Jan and Michael are both playing this game called, let's see how uncomfortable we can make our guests. So I'm going to make a run for it. (laughs) Just the way that he says it is fucking perfect.
1: Uh, One of my favorite underappreciated moments from that episode is where Dwight shows up and he has the like gallon size wine glass. (laughs) It's never mentioned. It's like a visual gag that he has it in the back and, I think the most obvious part or or the most obvious moment you can see it is where he's like, the relationship is purely carnal and that's all you need to know. And just takes a big drink out of it. It's fucking so good. Such a great white man.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And Jim's like, so you used to be his nanny. Can, can I get, uh, I have so many questions. I have so many questions. Right. Can I get your, uh, can I get your email? She's like, email. And he's like, never mind. Yeah, that, I mean, there's a reason why people consider Dinner Party one of the best episodes or the best episode. Mm-hmm. It's, there's a good reason for it. Take me by the hand, made me a man, that one night, one night.
1: That's another, like, weird aspect of The Office that nobody ever really talks about. Is it like Jan committed Her- statutory rape, basically? <laughs> <laughs> And it's just one of those things that are like, oh, it's it's no, that's gross and weird. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah.
2: I uh, love that they touch on it again in season nine and they kind of bring it all back around where, right, the, with the white pages and sh- to get the account. Yeah, just
0: sleep with the right. The yeah. new young Tim. Yeah, that was that's her thing. Right. That was
1: a very, yeah. very funny and interesting callback. Mm-hmm. Um there's a couple of good Jan callbacks like on threat level midnight where they find her outside the grocery store. And she's just like, still, still talking about that. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> right. Actually, no, uh, that's
1: Karen's line where she's like, you're still asking me about that. Like a million years later.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, stress relief of course is another one. I mean, just like from, from the beginning where it's <laughs> from the color open, everyone flipping out, uh, hey. To, smoking
1: is going to save lives
0: <laughs> to to dwight cutting the face off of the Ugh. cpr mannequin um it's just the whole thing is fucking classic uh the basketball episode is uh i remember like seeing like i can visualize the first time i watched that episode in the scene in particular where Michael goes like in your face. And like, for some reason it just like, I don't know if it was just the, the day, the time of day, the scene itself, a combination of a bunch of things. But like, I was fucking floored, like just cracking up, laughing hysterically. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. And, and then one episode that hasn't really been mentioned yet is the two parter wedding episode. Uh, for for Jim and Pam, like yeah, we've said some semi flattering and some semi not so flattering things about both Jim and especially <laughs> Pam, but the two part wedding episode for them, I think is it, it should be at least in the top ten. Yeah,
2: um,
0: for for the series, like you know, a, as far as payoffs go, like yes, like that's probably the peak interest level um, for between the two of them. And then it just kind of goes downhill. I mean, an argument could be made that peak interest level is way before that. uh, Like when they finally like get together, but you know, that's, they finally get married. Like that's what it's basically all been building up to. They finally get married and it would be kind of underwhelming if the wedding episode wasn't all that great. Yeah. But in my opinion it was and and like the dance that they did yeah. uh down um, down Kevin the aisle with, shoe, with tissue boxes for shoes
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know yeah, what the and, happened,
0: though. yeah and the yeah. cut scene afterwards where uh, Ke- uh <laughs> kevin's like um yeah my my t- my tissue box shoes were a huge t- uh, conversation piece but man my dogs are barking he like sticks his feet in the fucking ice. <laughs> ice Straight <bacon>. into oh. <laughs> so is, is that the same Damn.
1: episode where um, I think it's one of Pam's friends or her sister meets Oscar and he's like, "Oh, and you must be Gil." <laughs> right. like, you think I'm you think I'm with this? <laughs> <laughs> this really? And he's
0: like, "You should apologize." <laughs>
1: you should apologize to me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yeah it's it's so good and then like the preceding episode where uh they they come back from their honeymoon and and michael is talking to jim about dating colleen and and she's like no you're not and it thinks he's just fucking with him and he's like what what color is your car and he's like it's it's a green honda he's like fuck yeah But the like, just the timing, like, the comedic timing, and the editing of like the bleep, where they bleep out his
1: fuck. There's a couple his... of great gym jokes in that, like where they're telling Pam about it, and Michael's like, Jim knew. <laughs> <And> <laughs> He's like, like, oh, what? barely. Fucking beans.
0: <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, the 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 two part wedding episode, uh, it, it it gets me every time. It gets so emotional. Um but yeah, I, I think that's gonna wrap it up for for all of our talking points and we can move on to our shit that does not suck segment. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Oh yeah? Oh yeah. Cool. Sweet. Cool sweet. So I have this new show. It's called The
2: Office. It's fantastic.
1: <laughs> really? I tell think, me more I about mean, it. I know, right? It.
2: right?
0: Tell me more. Work- tell me more. <laughs> does he look like a bitch?
2: Yeah, his name's Jim.
1: <laughs> i think you would no, take- <laughs> be a convert i told you
2: <laughs> actually it'd probably be andy i think andy's more of a bitch than jim
1: yeah <laughs> he's
2: yeah, but-
1: yeah
0: i mean yeah, he I literally think should- goes nowhere with his life like yeah, at the, literally at, at the end of the series he's he's like lesser than what he was like, yeah. I don't know how successful he ended up as a salesman or how successful you want to call him as a manager. Probably not very much, but he ends the series so at under. what in like the admissions office at Cornell. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, at least, hey, all things considered, at least he's back like working at his alma mater. Like, it seems like that's something that he would be semi content with.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: but I hear it, it's a really good show, you should check it out
2: sometime. I hear it's on Netflix. <laughs> or actually, it's probably not at this point. But, yeah. Whatever.
0: I heard it was on Netflix. Okay. Netflix yeah. and chill, baby. Cool. Yeah.
1: Um, Ted? Um, I uh, I recently uh, watched this movie on Netflix called Den of Thieves. Okay. Uh, it's basically heat for meatheads. And I am all about that. Uh, it's a heist movie. It's about bank robbers. Um, I dug the hell out of it. It's uh, it's sort of like a gritty action movie that... Um, like R-rated action movie that you don't see too many of as big theatrical releases anymore because, you know...
2: Can't go to theaters?
1: Uh, <laughs> huh? Can't go to the theaters? Well, it's certainly said that, we that. But uh, uh, mostly just because there's not a lot of money in them because they're rated R. So, you know... Uh, I'll go on a rant if we keep going down that road, but uh, I I enjoyed it, I mean it's not reinventing the wheel it's a solid 3 out of 5 so to Mm -hmm. speak, Um, it was very enjoyable if you're into that kind of thing, and I definitely am dope cool Uh,
0: my shit that doesn't suck is the current run of Spider-Man that I'm going through, it's uh, under the the umbrella uh, amazing Spider-Man name, but it's is basically the what fucking volume, is volume three. Um, and it's the one that comes directly after the superior Spider-Man that came out in the early 2010s. And it's, it's kind of like, uh, Oh, it, it is the, the spider verse uh, volume. Um, it, a lot of, I'm reading through it and I can tell that a lot of inspiration, was kind of taken from the storyline and adapted into the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse animated film and which we did a watch along a few weeks ago that's called a callback. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 been a a, a lot of fun to read. It, it starts out kind of lighthearted and then it gets pretty damn serious. So, it's it's a good one. I I might write uh, do a write up about it for for our comic corner coming up. I, I already have my first pick laid out and started writing for it, so this might be a future pick later on down the road. So yeah,
2: all right. I have an actual things that don't suck because you, I you literally too. just just remembered. Okay, hit me with it. Guns Akimbo. Come it's again? yeah, Guns Akimbo. It just came out. It's uh, Daniel Radcliffe. And oh, he's got oh, guns yeah, like bolted about. to his hands. It's fucking phenomenal. I've it's amazing. Yeah, It's amazing.
0: It's so good. Ted, have you heard about this movie?
1: Yeah, I actually watched it last night. Oh, okay. What did you think? It's not really for me. Okay.
2: If you like, you don't have to think, and you just want to see shit blow up, and action, and... A really hot chick that shouldn't be hot, but she is fantastic. It's great. And then and then we uh, went down the uh, Daniel Radcliffe, you know, slope and uh, we watched Horns. And that's that's great, too. Okay, so there you go. Something not office related.
0: Yeah, good job.
2: I'm so proud of myself.
0: Yeah, you you helped put a, a nice, tidy bow on this biatch, one that we probably could not because, well, I am a failure. And uh, Ted, I-, I won't speak for him, but he's also a failure. So <laughs> we're you both, failures. you will <laughs> feel together. But Amanda, you come in here, you know, tie it up nicely. Whip us into shape should be here on a more semi reoccurring <laughs> basis. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's going to do it for this episode. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far, thank you. And I'm sorry. And like always, don't forget to, is that right? Uh, remember to, God, I'm double negatives, it's too late. Um, please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, anywhere that podcasts are available, we are most likely on there. Don't forget to hit us up on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube once again, Twitter and uh yeah i i think that's that's about gonna do it and we will see you there we'll see you on another time (laughs) right sure am am i right (laughs) okay okay (laughs) that's it (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> that's, that's
1: not actually music. We have real music. I well,
2: mean, I mean... yeah, I don't know. I she has
0: it. heard like one episode.
2: I've uh, heard several. Thank you. Just not the one I was on. It's fine. Well, like I said,
0: you... You lived that episode, so I exactly. would not expect you to to listen to it.
2: I don't know why you want to subject anybody else to my voice. I don't know why you had me back. But you know,
1: David's to to actually that. a sadist deep down. He just wanted <laughs> to. Go talk.
0: I'll I'll agree with that statement. He's a sadist. He's out there laughing his sick fucking ass off. <laughs>